0: Dun 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 dun
1: two brothers when you guys the Marvel Major
0: with the power to review Marvel movies, done basically say anything that comes to their mind. Fighting the powers of evil with their mouths.
1: Here's your hosts, Jake and Eli Hollingsworth!
0: Hello, everyone. My name is Eli Hollingsworth, and I am joined by my brother, Jake
1: Hollingsworth. And welcome back to another very strange episode of the movie Majors. ha ha. We saw the new Doctor Strange movie today. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness will not do another pun, I promise. So we saw it today, and it was, eh, it was, it was. <laughs> ah, ah. It's, one of, it's one of the. How do I say of, this? It's
0: one of the most frustrating movies I've it's ever frust- seen. It's
1: it's a it's the, ugh. it's a mixed bag for me for sure. Like yeah. An Ooh, annoyingly boy. mixed mixed bag like, it's like the mixed bags of all time like one of the mixedest bags of all time mixedest now bag for that something maybe one somebody may be surprised to see us come to see us ride right back going Nah. or if it's a mixed bag somebody may be surprised by that considering it's a marvel film but uh, that's really kind of how well, at least I'm feeling on I think Eli might feel the same might feel the same way I think I might have liked it a little bit more than he did. but anyway yeah exactly. Uh, it was. It was just. Oof! This is probably the most polarizing. I think this is probably the most polarizing. And this movie, well, it has some good. It has some good. Like I think we'll have to go into. Like I think the only way you can really describe it is how. Isn't the spoiler. It's spoiler details. But as for right now, non-spoiler thoughts. It's not the worst MCU film. Dark World is way worse. Yeah. But it's definitely just the. It's definitely not exactly the. Like the what they were hyping it up to be, it's not as great as everyone was hoping for it to be. We're not even, not even to put it in comparison, not even like nearly as good as Spider Man No Way Home was. Like, because they were, they were because like they were saying that it has more surprises than Infinity War, Endgame, and No Way Home combined. Yeah, Benedict and... Cumberbatch was saying it was so much bigger than No Way Home. He was like,
0: oh yeah, it's it's so much bigger than No Way Home, and I was already like. Well, No Way Home was pretty big, so this must be really big, and uh, yeah, no yeah, spo- like no spoilers. not without
1: like we, well, we go more. Well, like we, like I said, we'll have to go. We'll have to explain it more in the spoiler section of the review. But like, this is a very frustrating film, and it's not as big as it's not as great as you're having it to be. But also, another thing in this movie is that you have to make sure your expectations are in check. Let's get this right at the back. This is not a cameo infested this is spoiler free this is not a cameo infested movie where it's just constant cameo after cameo after cameo going hey look it's that person hey look it's that person i think that hey look it's that actor playing that person
0: like they don't do that i think what everyone was expecting and really what kind of i was expecting was it was going to be like it was like uh dr strange and america chavez like uh, venture into the multiverse somehow, and then they go through all these wacky dimensions and meeting all these familiar faces that we've seen in other Marvel properties before. I thought it was gonna be. I think a lot of people, including me, kind of had that s- sort of image in our head. I had.
1: I personally was thinking it was gonna be a lot more of like people, like worlds, like messing up and stuff like that. I was thinking it was gonna be like a bunch of people, like people showing up and like worlds crashing into each other. But really, they only go to like one new dimension. They they really. really. Yeah. And that's not a spoiler. That was in the TV spots. That TV spot where they go into that high-tech New York City. That's basically the only dimension that they go to. Really. Like it's not like, "Oh my goodness, they're all going to all these places and they're meeting all these people." It's There's a sequence where they're flying through a bunch of worlds, but you don't but you don't like visit them at all. Yeah, it's just kind of like yeah, it's it's
0: not like ugh. so. There, I mean, there's there's a lot to talk about, but most of it is spoilery. So, so
1: non-spoiler thoughts. I think it does. I what mean, it does some good aspects. Of course, like Sam Raimi has a really good director's directing style. I did really enjoy his work. It, I'm actually I appreciate that they went into a horror direction, which I think was very interesting. Which it does although it does make it make things a little bit a little bit uneven in the movie. But still, it was really good to see them take influences from horror. Because this is Sam Raimi going full horror mode for this movie. And I always been I've been questioning like how far they're really gonna go with this horror elements. Yeah, but they, they go. Went pretty far. They go pretty far. Like I'm surprised at how much they were able to get away with in the PG thirteen rating. And then also another thing I also appreciate how it's very much connected to WandaVision, and they really take that connective tissue seriously. Yeah. Like. Because like most of the things, like when they did the Netflix shows, those were always considered like cousin shows. Because ne- the movies never really address the Netflix shows, but the Netflix shows would always reference the movies. Yeah. So it was always considered like cousin shows. But nowadays with these Disney Plus series, they're really, they're showing, they're showing like movies like this are showing that those shows are, are definitely, are meant to be taken seriously. And like you have, basically you have to have, have to watch WandaVision in order to understand Doctor Strange.
0: Yeah, because I know a lot of people. In the Multiverse of Madness. Well, not not specifically the cousin shows that you're talking about, like the Netflix ones. They don't re- reference those at all. But the 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 actual MCU shows that are actual MCU canon
1: on the Disney, on Disney ones are coming out on Disney Plus. They are being treated as actual MCU canon, and they're actually essential viewing for a lot of these. Like. WandaVision, you need to watch Loki. If you want to understand how the multiverse rules work, you need to watch that. And then What If you want to, need to watch, because there's something that ties into the spoiler section that you need to know for, for going into this movie. And then Spider-Man No Way Home, you need to see what Doctor Strange did to mess up the multiverse. Yeah. So, it's
0: it's because it's, I know a lot of people were, were like, oh, there are TV shows on Disney+. Plus. I didn't have to watch those. Why do I have to Well, those are like those? all the
1: casuals. And so basically Marvel is showing that they're not going to wait around for the casuals. The casuals need to like catch up and be with everybody. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because in order to understand you have to watch all the stuff. In order to understand... So Basically
1: right? anyone who chose to not watch WandaVision is going to be super confused about what's <laughs> going on.
0: Yeah, it's like, oh, that's weird. I'm not going to watch that.
1: And WandaVision was probably like one of the best... Disney Plus shows that they've done.
0: Yeah, it was definitely one of the best, yeah. I think a lot of people agree on that. Uh, besides, uh, I
1: would probably still say Loki is the I best. Think, I think one Vision is the best. Loki and one Vision, I've heard, are the two best ones. Some people are saying Moon Knight, although I can't exactly get into that crowd. I don't
0: know if I can say Moon Knight is... It's probably third for me. I'd say it's fourth for me, honestly. Third or second? Why do you like Hawkeye so much? It was like, I like I liked Christmas
1: stories. What can I say? So then you can only watch it, like, once a year. So what? I can't, well, I'm not going to watch it just once a year. I'm probably going to watch it other times than just Christmas. By the
0: way, I'm not saying I dislike Hawkeye. It's just,
1: it wasn't my favorite. I, I, I would have had Moon Knight higher, but the finale really killed it for me. That's so bizarre. Finale. You know. Anyway, that's that. Basically, basically, we got like two disappointment, disappointing Marvel products this this week. But anyway, back to Doctor Strange. So, for non-spoiler thoughts, like also also like I mentioned at the beginning, you need to keep your expectations in check. I know some of you're gonna be going in here going, "How many people are in this movie?" But keep in mind, keep your expectations in check. There are some cameos in this movie, but they're not like they're not. There's not like a bazillion of them. Like every few seconds, is like. Cameo, 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 cameo. Like they're going, this is going beat by beat, cameo. It's not like that. It's like there's like at least one scene with a cam with cameos, and then that's really it. And even yeah. then, there's not very really many. Yeah. So just keep your mind, So just keep your minds, keep your expectations in check, and just know that this is not a cameo movie. It's still like Doctor Strange, which is that's a good thing that's another thing to appreciate that they actually stuck true. Stuck focus and actually made sure Doctor Strange doesn't get overshadowed by everybody else. Which yeah, but also it's also worth noting that they should have put Scarlet Witch in this title because Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch are both like equally leads in this. Yeah, movie. they I feel like the title was
0: very misleading in general because like Multiverse of Madness it wasn't really madness. It's like Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness and he gets uh, I don't I don't think his story is one thousand percent central. To the plot of the movie. Or like, yeah, like the, the main core of it. It is, Any it, it is like mostly, but I yeah. do feel like Scarlet Witch's um, storyline in this movie is just as cent- central, if not more, than Doctor Strange's himself. You really
1: think that? Yeah, I really do. Okay, so well, I guess I can see that. I don't know if I fully agree, but I could see where the where, where people would come, where people would come from thinking. I think that.
0: they should, yeah, I definitely think they should have changed the title. It was misleading, because like when you say "multiverse of madness," everyone's gonna think,
1: "Oh, how many people are gonna be in this movie?" Yeah, like that's that's a pretty like forward title. They should have called it Doctor Strange versus Scarlet. Now, I mean, even though this kind of even though this type of title, title is outdated now, they should have called it Doctor Strange versus Scarlet Witch. Uh, all, even though that title is extremely dated. Like, no yeah, one does that anymore.
0: Yeah, that would have been, like, a rip-off of Captain America, or, like, Batman v Superman.
1: Well, it's versus, Dumb. not V. There's a difference. Anyway, so... no. So, also, it's also where there's a bunch of Sam Raimi's Spider-Man Easter eggs at the beginning of the movie. I'm not, I'm not talking about in this one section, but... So, all in all, like this is a this is at least a good... Marvel film it's not terrible it's not like a big like train wreck but it's but it's very extreme it's very extremely painfully mediocre
0: yeah it just falls flat on a lot of things and
1: I don't know if that's just because maybe you got my expectations too high or that's just because they they hyped it up too much yeah I
0: think Marvel hyped it up too much
1: I think it's equal I think it's equal like some people could walk going with very high expectations for who could show up and other times it could be them, but the other half it could be just them hyping it up. Yeah. Because they were saying it has more surprises than Infinity War any more Endgame No Way Home combined. There are some surprises, but at the same time, those were either in the trailers or they got leaked out.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I think that definitely this movie is, first of all, not as good as Spider-Man No Way Home. Definitely, no, in my opinion.
1: Nowhere near nowhere near the greatness of Endgame, either so it's i think it's just a middle of the road as, as, pain, as painful as it say this considering how much hype there was surrounding this movie i'd say it's like it's, black
0: live black i think i'd say it's black widow level of mcu <laughs> actually yeah it wasn't that bad i'd say it's better than black widow but not too much better like it was is it was that level of
1: like huh that was not really that amazing well, I don't know if that was supposed to be. Anyway, so it me, like I was saying. It pains me to say this, but like this, this film is definitely a mediocre Marvel movie. Especially you know, like you have the premise, basically the premise in the movie, and and just like basically all the hype surrounding it. It's just it pains me to say, but this is definitely a mediocre film. And last thing to say in this spoiler, section, I kind of touched on this with the canyons stuff, but also this could easily be the most divisive MCU film. Like what they do in this movie. Could easily divide people, people on the fan base. Like people yeah. will easily be. We're gonna discuss. We've touched on this topic a little bit, and we're gonna touch on it even more. I'm sure in the spoiler review. Mm-hmm. But just know this could easily divide the fan base. i think it might. It hasn't. It hasn't come out yet. Cause it doesn't come out until Friday. So we'll have to wait and see on that. But anyway. That's all for spoil- That's all we can really say for non-spoiler thoughts, because we really need to go into spoilers and like details in order to t- discuss this movie. So if you have not seen Doctor Strange, go see it before anything gets leaked out, and stay off social media until you've seen it, because there'll be those jerks who will try and spoil it for you. Yeah. So. Stay off of social media, and so you see Doctor Strange, and do not, and also if you haven't seen Doctor Strange, stop here. But if you have seen Doctor Strange, or we simply don't care about spoilers, we just want to hear our more in detail thoughts. Then let's talk spoilers. Oh yeah! All right, we're back. We're
0: ready to talk about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness spoilers. So, um, I think that uh, mm, there was a less I think there's three problems that can be identified with this movie, or three reasons for Why? the problems in this movie.
1: One it's very clunky no no no
0: no 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 No, well we'll get to the problems in a second i think the reasons for these problems are one covid two marvel's shuffling around their release order and three um oh
1: yeah this movie is too short way too short so here's the thing with the reshuffling so i'll explain that because this movie was filming back in covid was still actually a problem and so, that the reshuffling is so... Originally, when they first announced this, their slate back in Comic-Con 2019, which feels like forever ago. Yeah. No um, kidding. They announced it as Black Widow, at least for the movie schedule. Anyways, Black Widow, Eternals, Shang-Chi, Doctor Strange. But then later, they announced Spider-Man before it was called No Way Home. And then Thor, Love, and Thunder was to come after Spider-Man. So, Doctor Strange is going to come out before Spider-Man. But... Of course, COVID happened and completely ruined everything. And so because of that, and also because the original director, Scott Derrickson, left due to creative differences with Marvel. And so that also pushed into Doctor Strange being pushed back until after Spider-Man No Way Home. Which meant that both movies needed needed their plots to be changed in order for it to work. Yeah. So it was very last minute. And so that ended up working out fine for No Way Home. That worked out. That ended up working obviously out very because well. that movie is really good. Here, I don't know what happened, but it seemed like they kind of they kind of struggled to make Lightning Strike twice. Yeah, because well, originally I don't understand because like <laughs> and even this that's... movie
0: this movie was supposed to be the first Lightning Strike like. It, before the release schedules got shifted, this was going to be the first one before Spider-Man No Way Home, so I, I'm sure probably a lot of stuff got changed, either like in reshoots or in the editing room, but like probably it's more it's
1: more in the scripting process in the reshoots.
0: But like, yeah, this this was supposed to be the first lightning strike, and then No Way Home was like, oh, can lightning strike twice? Which I don't see how No Way Home could have worked after Doctor Strange. Yeah, like what was
1: that? What would that have if if COVID had never happened and we had a perfect world where COVID never happened? What would that have been like? What would what would No Way Home have been like with after coming out after Doctor Strange? Yeah, like how well if, we do know that America Chavez would have been in the movie and she would have been the reason Andrew and Toby appeared.
0: Yeah. Oh right, yeah. But then they that. Never mind, I'm fine with that. Didn't happen. All right, so... Which, actually, yeah, not to, like, hate on America Chavez. She was good. For I thought she was good.
1: Movies. I thought she was good for, like, yeah, 70% of the movie. I think in certain scenes, She, I think it, I think she's good in certain scenes. But, like, for the first half hour
0: of this movie, first of all, it feels like a completely different movie, but for the first half hour, she was starting to get on my nerves because she's like, oh, this Spider-Man, the T-2 grabs out of his bat. And it's like, I was like... What is this, a movie for They're, making fun, they're making
1: fun of Spider-Man. How, how dare you make fun of Spiders? Spider-Man? spider is the best, and you make fun of him. I was like, well, but this also they movie do for... keep,
0: is this movie like, oh, yeah, we're resorting to potty humor now? Wow, okay, sure. But also
1: they do keep to the, the movie and make sure that they don't remember who Spider-Man is. They're like, we don't know who he is. Oh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Huh, yeah. So the is like, I don't really know. He's like, I don't really He's like, 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 does he shoot weapons on his butt? And he goes, uh, I don't know. I don't know. And, he's like, and then, well, go, we don't know who he is. Oh. So another reason why this movie probably feels so clunky and also feels very rushed because they said you right into the, in the middle of the action like almost immediately. Another reason why it feels so rushed, clunky and just moving like way too, moving a little too fast and it feels rushed is probably because this movie was supposed to be two hours and 40 minutes and I'm not making this up. Sam Raimi has to get on an interview stating like that this was supposed to be a two-hour and 40-minute movie, but they did reshoots, and they cut it down to two hours and six minutes.
0: Yeah, which I think which was that, a bad
1: move. That probably hurt the move. film, because when, when I heard it was going to be two hours and six minutes, I thought, oh, no, this might not. This, how is yeah, this I was go? very scared when they announced that. I think everyone was nervous about how it's going to work at two hours and six minutes, but people were reassured, because Spider-Man 2 is two hours and six minutes, and that movie had a two year turnaround, and it's like one of the best superhero films of all time. And to me, it's the best Spider Man movie of all time. And that thing had a two year turnaround and it was only two hours and like seven minutes. Yeah. And that movie worked out phenomenally well. And this movie, this did did not. movie, <laughs> it didn't work. Even However, they had- speaking of Spider Man Two, there were several Spider Man Two parallels, like the beginning scene, the wedding, that like where he's like talking to his. where where he sees his former lover with someone else watching from a distance is very similar to Spider-Man 2. And then the fight with Shumagoraf, or excuse me, Gargantos, who is basically an octopus fighting on a building, which is very similar to the Doc Ock fight with Aunt May from Spider-Man 2, which is very similar. I caught that immediately. I was just like, oh, fighting an octopus on a building, just like Spider-Man 2.
0: Yeah, uh, and... <clears throat> there's a ton of footage in the trailers that is not in the movie. Like, there's uh, there's quite a few
1: shots that well, I some of think it of. could have been faked because Marvel usually likes to mislead people with their trailers. So some of it could have easily been fake.
0: Yeah, but it's not like fake ory. It's not like that. They don't usually fake stuff that like because a lot of it seemed like it very much could have been in the actual movie. Like it's not like something that it's like oh yeah that was obviously a trailer stunt. Like J.J. Abrams and his whole um
1: uh Well what the Rogue One trailer. The,
0: the no, no, not that. The the evil Ray in the Rise of Skywalker trailer. That was like, Oh, is Ray gonna turn evil? Blah 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 and that was just like a hallucination or something. Uh but Who the Rogue cares? One trailer was kinda of the same scenario because you could tell a lot of stuff was just cut out. Like that's
1: that was just You can tell some stuff was cut out. You can tell a lot of stuff was cut out. You also tell that some shots were were probably faked. Yeah, but in this... but They confirmed that, too. That some They added in some shots that weren't in the movie intentionally. For Doctor Strange? For Rogue One. Oh, right, yeah. They even confirmed that some shots were actually meant to be in the movie, but other shots were added in for the sake of being fake.
0: Yeah, but, like, for Doctor Strange, there were certain things in the trailer that were cut out, but they were, like, a part of um, scenes that are in the movie. Like, they weren't, like... I, I can't name any off the top of my head for anyone who's wondering but um there were shots that were like that were like a part obviously a part of scenes that are in the movie not like trailer trickery and then they're not there like specifically the shot of like christine palmer walking out in her wedding dress like that that was in the movie yeah that was in the movie but one certain shot in the trailer of that was not so like and a shot of like Doctor Strange turning around, to look at her and stuff. And... Also, I think
1: that was the same building that she got. That MJ was getting married in in Spider Man Two. Really? Yes, I think it's. I think it's very similar. I think it might be.
0: <clears throat> and like a shot of Doctor Strange getting up in the Comer Uh That was not in the movie. Like they, it's little shots like that, but it, that doesn't. That, those don't matter, do they? No, they don't. They. they
1: There's probably they, some other big stuff that was cut, which also. That mostly relates to the cameras, which, we'll which we'll get to, but basically there's some stuff in this movie that was either never in it or was or was in it at one point, but was removed for yeah. reasons that we probably won't know. But Sam Raimi has said that we might get a director's cut, potentially, which, yes. Yeah, I think we need, need that. To, we <laughs> need to see this director's cut. I don't care if it's two hours and 40 minutes. If they can go for two hours and 45, 40 whatever with Eternals, then they can go for two hours and 40 minutes for this. Yeah, but like so, because that movie, this movie needs like this. The biggest problem this movie is that like it's super like the biggest problem right off the back is that right off the bat is that it's super rushed. Like they they throw you right into the middle of the action, which is not a bad thing, but it just kind of moves at such a brisk pace, and it feels and the story feels really messy that it feels like it's moving a little too fast, and it could have easily been longer. Yeah, but like so,
0: yeah, because like little shots in the trailers that are not there, that doesn't really matter. Like. Doctor Strange getting up after being wounded doesn't matter but it's in the trailer and it's not in the movie so that shows that there's a lot of other stuff that they that's isn't necessarily 100% it's like mind blowing no but there are a bunch of shots that were cut out of the movie in, during reshoots and stuff and uh, yeah there's there are t- shots in trailers that are not in movies but i think specifically for this movie there was a lot of stuff that was cut out just because because they decided to make it 2 hours long. I definitely do not think that was a good idea. Like for the the big multiverse of madness movie, this is like the cul- the culmination of what
1: they've been building towards for the, like the past year. <laughs> so, or like um, It started with yeah. WandaVision, then Loki, then what, if, then what If, then Spider-Man and then now, and now this. Like the- WandaVision was 2020, right? 2021. Oh right! So it's so, been so it's literally been a year. Yeah. And also, I think this is but they're not done with this they're gonna continue on with it probably with Doctor Strange three with the with the post credit scene which we'll talk about. And then of course Kang's gonna be in Ant Man three so that, that, I don't think they're done with this multiverse story. This is all probably just part of the bigger picture to set up Secret Wars which we know is coming. Yeah. So. Uh.
0: But like it's it's like why make Doctor Strange? This is like the turning point because now especially with the post credit scene which we can talk about later. Uh, but this is like the turning point to where it starts the process of like Secret Wars.
1: Yeah, um, this movie sets definitely sets that motion. I'm sure it'll be set more and more emotion as the movies go on and more multiverse things start happening. Because I know they're they have a lot of stuff to do in order to set that up. There's a lot of characters that need to be there in order for, for Secret Wars to end up working.
0: Yeah, but like as big as that, you need it to be longer than just two hours. Yeah, because like like a lot of people were really nervous when they announced that and then everyone's like, oh no, don't worry they've done all the setup for the multiverse now Doctor Strange can just make it happen and it did but it wasn't that great like, it wasn't like, yeah it just it still suffered from being too short, doesn't matter if they had to set it up or not, and there were still a lot of rules that they had to set up with the whole dream walking thing, uh, like yeah. there were still extra layers that they had to build into the movie for whatever reason and like it wasn't just like oh and they just start off and you already know and because Marvel's always for some reason expecting the casual fan like they're always trying to accommodate for casual fans which, which- that's
1: also I think they're gonna start dropping that because like I mentioned that you need to have watched WandaVision in order to have under- in order to understand this because if you go in not watching WandaVision at all and you just watch this movie you will not understand what's going on it's like they bring in her kids and it's she, she references, references Westview. All the time, so like, and even her kids are like the most pro- most prominent things in this movie. Yeah, and so they you need to have watched one of it to understand. So basically, they're just gonna not accommodate for casual fans anymore. They need to because they're trying to show how connected these things are and how I how basically how these shows are meant to be taken seriously.
0: Yeah, I, I'm glad that they're doing that. I think they should have stopped caring about the casual fans a long, a long time, time ago. ago. Like. It, like it's a connected universe. Yeah, you have to see everything in the connected universe to understand what's happening. Duh. Like Oh, I'm just gonna pick and choose. I don't want to watch the shows. I only want to watch the movies.
1: Well, I think everybody does that. Even Star Wars has that. The shows are the the animated shows are oftentimes not regarded, are oftentimes like just overlooked by most by most casuals. That Wars, So I, I guess you can say that every franchise is wrong. Whenever they do a TV show, oftentimes they'll get overlooked because the movies are a lot more popular.
0: Yeah, which I think that, yeah, Marvel should stop accommodating for casual. I think we had I think we had some pretty casual fans at our theater. Specifically people who were sitting next to me, they were kind of annoying. Because, like, every time Mordo said Illuminati, they, like, cracked up. And it was really? Like, yeah, like, they were... Dude, <laughs> it wasn't, like, cracked They weren't, like, obnoxiously loud laughing. But, like, they would laugh every time they said Illuminati. I'm like, you obviously don't get what's happening here and the ramifications no, of this. No, he doesn't. Like, so... Like, like the yeah, the, these people who were sitting next to me—they were obviously casual fans, and I could hear them talking to each other. They were like, and they'd be like, "Oh, so and so and so and so." It, it was stuff that I would just be like, "Yeah, no kidding," but like, yeah, they were pretty casual, and also yeah, and we did not have a cheering crowd at all. No, like, it was
1: just like clapping. Like there was two scenes where people clapped, and that was it. We'll talk about those scenes in a little bit.
0: Like but. the what, uh, thats probably a big part of why Spider-Man: No I Home was like such the experience that it was. Because even in – I've seen a few audience reactions on YouTube and the reactions aren't like as big as Spider-Man No Way Home was.
1: Like when Andrew got no. out of
0: the portal – People it's... went
1: nuts and were losing their minds. When Toby came out, people went nuts. And then some of these audience reactions, they're like, they're good. They're like, Keep in mind they're good, but they're not like losing their minds.
0: Yeah, they're like, ah, ah. Like, well, for Xavier,
1: they are yeah they are everyone uh, the other ones i don't think they are as much well because
0: that's also like like any casual fan off the street can be like oh the three spider-man are going to be in a movie together but you say hey guess what uh everyone's all the marvel fans have been wanting uh john krasinski to play mr fantastic for he'd the longest like, time can't be like what where's mr fantastic is he that weird stretchy guy who's kind of cheesy uh yeah which by the way it's kind of crazy that the first like the first thing we ever talked about on our podcast was, was john, krasinski john krasinski meeting with Evelyn marvel Watt.
1: oh i just realized that oh yeah. yes we're mentioning that
0: i was thinking about that as we were watching the movie i was like that that's crazy, because the first thing we ever talked about that was John Brzezinski
1: meeting with Marvel Studios for a role, and we thought it was going to be Mr. Fantastic, and then flash forward two years later, here he is in this movie as Mr. Fantastic, which... And he gets killed. Yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about We'll talk about that. Because, okay, bit. so what was the rumor... Back to... Wait,
0: what, what, what was the rumor of the other guy? I remember you told me that one plot leak that Mr. Fantastic... Uh, John Krasinski was going to be a
1: variant and then there was going to be another Mr. Fantastic no 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 originally it was going to be like originally the, Fanta- Mr. F- the Mr. Fantastic from from stuff that I have been hearing after reshoots happened originally it was going to be the Mr. Fantastic from the Tim Story films like oh, yeah, that one right. was gonna be. In. I would have actually opened to seeing him again. I liked him in those movies, so I, I would have been. I would have been happy to see him again. He probably would have fit, actually. I think yeah, you know, like his dialogue seemed very in. Seemed very in character for that version. So mm-hmm. I, I, so it seems it's they had it there, and maybe and who knows maybe in one cut of this movie he was the Mister Fantastic for that, but then after reshoots happened, it got out there was a, spe- a special cameo no one was talking about, but then it got out that it was John Grzynski and that's the one that ended up in this movie, and yeah. that was. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But back to Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch basically gets as much development as Doctor Strange does. Like, It's still a Doctor Strange movie, which I appreciate them for sticking to that and not letting other characters drown out Doctor Strange. Yeah, that was good. Like, But Scarlet
0: Witch... It's good on that front that they didn't let the cameos like overshadow Doctor the more Strange. important plot. But like, the main central plot of this movie is also not amazing. Like. Like, like in Spider Man Way Home, that was that was a plot that that was propped up by the multiverse yeah. cameos. And here it it's like a hindrance it's not like the, it's not a distraction from the main plot. It does just, kind of feel a little bit. A distraction. It's just kind of like no, it's not well it's not it's not like that we'd like take this huge detour and we're like, oh look, look at all these faces. They're like they and they serve the story, but it's not pleasant. Like, it's not like,
1: yeah. It's not like, it's always just like, ah, I It's like the movie. It's like, ha huh? oh, 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 uh, what? Uh,
0: it's like, it's, it's like, it's kind of like, a almost a Last Jedi situation. It's like, it's like they, they're like, no, it's hey, not look a Last Jedi situation. I said it's almost a Last Jedi no, situation. No, it's not. It's no, like, it's not it's like hey look at this subvert your expectations (laughs) ha it's like no it's not and then you don't feel good about it you're just like oh
1: eh." it is not i resent that i'm talking about the deaths of all these characters the deaths made did not make you feel bad that's what i'm talking about
0: yeah the the death made you feel good no when professor x got his neck snapped you were like yes
1: well i was i was sad when john krasinski died I was sad when everyone died. It was it was not good. It was I, was not when, I was shocked. I when Captain Carter. I didn't. Expect, I didn't. Okay, shush it. Back to main spec. So Scarlet Witch gets. Scarlet Witch should have been in this title because she is like the second main character. Yeah, she's. The- she should have been in this title. Come on, it should have been Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch and the multiverse. No, that's too long, actually. Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch power team up. No, that's cheesy. So Scarlet Witch should have been in this movie. Wong is also. I mean, I know a lot of people love Wong. I don't love Wong, but I do like him a lot. I don't think he's, like, amazing. As yeah, somebody. I'm not like, oh my goodness. Wong! I also don't love how he's Sorcerer Supreme, but it works well enough.
0: Yeah, I do not. I, I'm not really going for the whole,
1: oh, Wong is Sorcerer Because, like, Supreme. they literally make Doctor Strange Sorcerer Supreme for, like, the at the end of his sports move, And then Infinity War gets taken away from him. And it's given to Wong, which I don't, I don't, I'm not too crazy about that. But I mean, it's fine. I mean, it's it's, it's it works well enough, I guess. You
0: can see it's kind of funny because like, you could tell where it was. This was supposed. There's like certain parts in this movie where you can tell that this was supposed to come out before No Way Home, and specifically where Wong mentions that he's the Sorcerer Supreme in here. You can tell that that was supposed to be the first time you learned that. Like when he's like. He's like, yes, especially since I'm the new Sorcerer Supreme. It's like, after No Way Home, that's a bit redundant now. But if you look at it in the perspective of it was, it was supposed to come out before No Way Home, Yeah, that seems like would have like made more first. sense. But like, then also,
1: but then at the same time, it would have also been redundant for Dr. Strange Sh- to mention it No Way Home also if they came after Well,
0: I mean, because it was just played off for a joke in No Way Home. That's true. But like, yeah, because they had to add it into No Way Home.
1: But it that, also makes more sense as to why Wong showed up at the end of Shang-Chi and not Doctor Strange. Yeah. So... But, like, yeah, there and there's also, like, like
0: yeah, the, the part where he's, like, we also had an entanglement with Spider-Man. Like, you, that scene was so obvious that it was reshoots. Like, it was not even... I, well, I'm sure that
1: was how... I'm saying, I think that's how it was filmed in the first place. Even before reshoots, I think it was filmed like that.
0: Well, no, when he said... But then the when Spider-Man they said it thing, again... Well, like, the Spider-Man thing. Like, they, they obviously had to reshoot that because... In the original, bef- when it was originally supposed to come out before No Way Home, he wouldn't. have no, said No, no, no,
1: no, no. no. no, it got delayed, and then they started shooting. So they still had that line in the movie, but they probably reshot it again. Oh right, yeah. Because it's because that was it wasn't delayed after the reshoots. It was still coming out after No Way Home, even before they did those reshoots. So they probably still had that same dialogue.
0: I think everyone could probably agree that the title needs to be changed. <laughs> like Something the, with Scarlet like Witch's name. Like first of all, the Scarlet, the Scarlet Witch thing, and then it's not really a multiverse of
1: madness. My I don't know why I developed an accent. It's just there. multiverse trouble.
0: Mul, yeah, multiverse fun for a little bit of the movie. Except... Multiverse
1: for about fifty minutes at least.
0: Yeah, and then like even twenty. Like again, so comparing it to No Way Home, like No Way Home was a celebration of all of these characters, and like, and like they they brought them in, and you're cheering, and you're clapping, and you're feeling so good about them, yourself, and they served the plot in a really central and important way. And they all get like closure and they and it's like it finishes their characters, it gives them all development and arcs, and they all like and it's like super cool and it's and it's definitely does their characters justice and it serves the plot in an interesting way. And here, they're there for a few minutes, they don't get any development and they're killed off. And so it's like, Yeah, and it's like, no!
1: So it's like, it's... Well, that's kind of the point, though, because they need to show what, what Scarlet Witch going on to make killing spree, which she yeah. does go full-blown villain. She does fully Scarlet Witch now. She's going full villain mode in this whole movie. She is the main villain of this movie. And there's a, there's, a, there's a lot of people that she's end up killing. I feel like the term body count is a bit exaggerated, but she does kill a lot of people.
0: Yeah, like the, everyone's like, oh, she kills so many It's people. a
1: body count. I think that's a bit exaggerated, but it's true. And then so okay, so here's here's one thing. I
0: think Wong should have. Okay, that was a little bit dumb to me. How he was like, he fell off of a cliff. That was a long fall. He was falling for a long time, and then he's not falling. And then he's able to climb back up. That is incredible upper body strength for someone who just fell like an insane distance. Like he is, is, and he's like swinging off the thing. He's hanging on with one hand. That is. I don't. I don't mean like. I don't usually nitpick the realism of the movie about the multiverse and like superheroes fighting and stuff. But like that bothered me. When it, when it cut to Wong and you see him laying there and he's still alive, I was just like, okay, that is wow. I definitely think that Wong probably, if anyone in this movie, Wong should have died, because that would raise the stakes and. Yes. Like if he, if you want to say, oh well, the cameo people had to die because it raises the stakes. Well. Okay, I, I agree that someone important has to die, but probably not those characters because those characters were like so fun to see, and then you just watch them get killed. So it's like, well, what well, yeah. was the point? Except for like a cheap thrill for like two seconds. So then... then, so like Wong, Wong, I think definitely should have died, and it was some people were already thinking that, like, we afraid that Wong was gonna die, some and point. I think it, yeah. it totally makes sense for Wong to die.
1: Maybe he did die in an earlier cut of the movie. We'll never know. So probably. Uh, not, so so a- let's get into the part that is probably gonna be the most divisive part of movie. which I guess, so like in this non spoiler part, we mentioned this is this is maybe not a very divisive film. This is the section that will divide the fan base here. So when so when Wanda's attacking the the car then she gets she opens the portal and then Strange just pushes her through and you go through a big all these different worlds and you see all these different worlds that you might that may or may not be important. Like, you see underwater, I started flipping out, because I yeah, think that might mean Atlantis. Atlantis and, yeah, Atlantis, Atlantis. There's a land with dinosaurs, the Savage Land, a place from the X-Men comics. And then there's a, there's like an old noir-style setting, Spider-Man noir, question mark. And then there's a big, like, futuristic-looking city, Spider-Man 2099, question mark, maybe. You know, we don't know. And then they land in a very, like, futuristic-looking New York City, which is where we get a nice... Bru- well, first of all, there's the joke of Dr. Strange throwing up because that's what happens after you do Multiversal Travel. And then there's also a nice little Bruce Campbell cameo, which is the first cameo of this whole movie is Bruce Campbell because that's yeah. mandatory for Sammy. Ra- I liked that, but I feel like the post credits scene took it a little too far. Yeah, I didn't like the post credits scene. I feel, like this, I feel like that could have easily been dropped. But I don't it was. Like it. I, I don't liked like it. it. Okay, I will say that his cameo is better than the post credits scene. I don't like it. Yeah, well yeah, definitely I think that. But will this much the post-credits scene into this into this right here? The post-credits I thought like they're dragging that joke out a little too much. I don't yeah, I don't like it when Marvel is they
0: they put a like, joke in just there. Just give us what we want. We want to see like give a us tease or something. For interesting. something. Yeah. yeah. Like they I don't like it when they're when they do a joke as a post-credit scene. Like that's If not... it was
1: Deadpool making a joke, it would have been a million times better cuz it's Deadpool. Yeah. But it's not Deadpool. And so it's just the example. Because people are waiting to see a tease for an upcoming thing and then You could have done X-Men or you could have teased like the X-Men being in the MCU now. Or you could have teased like John Krasinski being being revealed as the as you could have revealed another John Krasinski variant being the Earth 616 MCU Reed Richards. Or you could have even teased Deadpool. Like, and you could have, it feels like, and it feels like any other, or he even tease that Wanda's still alive. Yeah. It feels like any other, or even Kang. I'm just, I'm just spitballing ideas. It feels like anything else could have been better than dragging that joke yeah, out Yeah, I
0: again. don't think anyone was really like, yes, ha ha ha, that was the perfect post-credit scene. I, I think everyone, everyone thought it was. It's just like weird decisions like that. I think that it, it, it was,
1: I think everyone thought it was funny, but it was just underwhelming. And that's what I thought. I thought it was like, fun. But just like, really? This is what you want? This is what you're doing? Yeah, like, it's just weird decisions like that that I think really killed this movie. It's like... It just feels like... Like, it just feels like that they knew that the post credit scene leaked out, so they had to change it to something. Just
0: comparing it to, again, Spider-Man No Way Home, because that's the, f- the way where the formula, the multiverse formula worked. Like, with No Way Home, everything that happened, you were like, yes! Yes! And then you left the movie feeling so good about yourself, and you're like, oh, yeah, that was amazing. And then with this movie... It was like you'd be going along the movie, and then it'd just be like, huh, that's a yeah. weird choice. Okay, this is pretty good. I'm getting back into it. Huh, that was a weird choice. And then like, so like every few minutes or so, you you'd be going. I'd be going along the movie, and I'd be like, I'd be starting to get back into it and start really liking it. And then it'd just be a really weird decision that, and like a, a direction that the plot went that I really wasn't expecting. And it wasn't like a good non-expect. Like I wasn't like, ooh, that's interesting. I like that. But, like, it was, like, what? That's kind of weird. Okay, okay, right, this, is, this is pretty good. Okay, that was that was weird. So, so it was just, like, yeah. little things like that. It, was just, it wasn't, it was like, big things. Like, whoa, I did not like that at all. Uh, but it was, like, just little things that added up by the end of the movie. Like, the, the Bruce Campbell post-credit scene. It's like, what? That was a weird decision. I don't understand why he didn't just put another tease there. And then, like, it's just stuff like that to where I kind of just left the movie with a pretty bad taste in my mouth just kinda like, kind of like how eh. kind of like
1: how I felt at the end of the Moon Knight finale with the bad taste in my mouth anyway. yeah, that was
0: it's, it's been a week of weird Marvel decisions yeah. like the Moon Knight finale and Doctor Strange both suffer from the same problem they're all cut up in weird ways and they move too quickly and the story doesn't flow correctly like it's supposed to and like weird stuff happens there's I'm a lot I'm of- starting to
1: think that the only point of those regions was just to remove cameos at this point because it doesn't feel like they fixed the story very much maybe they did I, th- I heard that I think they were, I think another reason was because America Chavez at first did not test well, so they had to reshoot most of her scenes. I think maybe that was it. But I'm starting to feel like that maybe the reason they did this was just to cut some cameos. Yeah, I mean,
0: specifically like the scene where Strange and Wanda are in the uh, Apple Grove or whatever. That that whole scene was way too fast. That like, did feel like you could like, tell that was fast. That was that fast. Moves, that moves like in like five minutes. It was like. Hey Wanda, how's it going? Hey, give me America Chavez. Oh, you didn't tell me her name. Yeah, I didn't. tell you And then all of a sudden, they reveal
1: that it's all big and red. And then, like, and then, and then, like, all of a sudden, she learned, You learn she's evil. And like she's,
0: like she goes from like, my strange how's it going to I will kill you in like two seconds. And then like I will kill you if you don't give me the girl. And then like two seconds later, we're already at Tosh, and we're already onto our next like fight uh, scene. No, it was, was like the next fight. Yeah, it was like whoa, this is a lot of information at once. I don't understand why they're doing this. This fast. It also feels like something I was missing there too because yeah like he's just like he's like all right wanda i'll give you i'll think about it, i'll give you to her by sundown bam we're ready to fight wanda now it's like eh, like like Strange, like they don't even acknowledge like she's like you can give her to me by sundown and then they're already preparing for battle So like they don't even show strange being like hmm no
1: i'm not gonna give her to you i
0: guess yeah. that's kind of a given but like they never show him saying that so
1: and- okay so back so he talking about the bruce campbell thing also with the bruce campbell camp credit scene, which I feel like it's right out the joke. So anyway, so now let's get into the most frustrating part of this movie: is this whole section minus the Mordo bit. This whole section will divide MCU fans, I'm sure, because they go to this world that looks very futuristic, and of course they literally have Ultron bots, like established that Ultron bots are in this universe, and so apparently the theory is that this is a, the theory is that this is a timeline. Where Tony Stark's Iron Legion program actually worked, and so there was a suit of armor around the world, as Tony was, was saying, and so that was the theory, and so that's uh, so apparently what I think is that I think that Tom so of course there's also rumors that Tom Cruise Iron Man was gonna be playing superior Iron Man as part as part of the super, as basically that was what was the cause of the Iron Legion programming. Successful that it drove Tony to become this deranged, narcissistic version of himself, who's just amazing. Who thinks he's amazing <laughs> yeah. because he did all this. But my theory is that I think he was in this movie. He just got removed, like something. Well, also, another
0: another thing could be maybe he was in the place of the other Doctor Strange, but they changed that in reshoots. To make that would it make Mordo. perfect sense. No, to to make it the other Doctor Strange that had to be killed by Black Bolt. No, that would make perfect. Like he got super arrogant, and then he well, okay, I guess the thing with the Dark Old does make sense. So never mind. But like,
1: I'm, I kept like I kept like I was thinking, I was because I was heard, heard all those theories. I was thinking like, okay, if Iron Man's gonna show up, he's gonna show up here. I kept like waiting for it, but he never showed up, which kind of made me just be like. Mm. That's yeah, kind of it a was just, that was kind of annoying and they even show ultron bots in this movie they never explain like where do they come from i guess they say they're just baxter building bots. i guess like yes it's like the implication but still <coughs> oh great it's, a, it's another environment situation i'm gonna cough while talking through this movie anyway so it's like, it's like they, they never explain like where who are they came from or who built them i mean you don't need i don't want i don't need I, i'm not picky i'm not i'm not picky but still that would have been nice because like that's also just a missed opportunity like Maybe even Iron Man was supposed to greet them there, but they changed it to be Mordo in reshoots. Yeah. Another thing that's also, side note, another thing that's weird is that, like, some strange mentions that the Mordo of his world has always been trying to kill him, even though we never see that.
0: Yeah, it's kind of weird, because, like, we never see like uh, when they showed Mordo in the t te- in the trailers. It was like, oh, we're gonna see Mordo return. And that's like,
1: but that's still a variant though. It's not even our MCU. Exactly. Mordo. Like it's we don't get close We haven't seen our MCU Mordo since the post-credits of the first Doctor Strange.
0: Exactly. So like we never see our Mordo, and then he just leaves him in like that pit. So we never like. I guess the implication is that he gets killed. He still Wanda. he's no he's still
1: alive. He's still, he, he never he never gets killed. He's the only. Illuminati. Master Mordo is the only way Illuminati member to survive. Yeah. Everyone else is killed. So, which, speaking of the Illuminati, we get into the probably most divisive part of the film. This scene here is probably going to divide the families. While this scene was awesome, it does feel a little bit underwhelming because... <laughs> the Illuminati team we have Black Bolt played by the same actor from the Inhuman show which is cool and I'm probably never going to watch that show which, which those of you who don't know what the Inhuman show is Jake please explain it was, because so nobody ba- knows so basically around that time 2017 long story short Marvel wanted to use the X-Men rights but they couldn't because 20th Century Fox owned the film rights at that time to the X-Men so they so they started propping up the Inhumans because of that show coming out on ABC in 2017 to hype them up but that show ended up being a bomb and so they, and so they ended up killing off the Inhumans as soon as we got the X-Men rights back long story short so then they, so then they brought then no one ever thought we'd ever I didn't think we'd, this guy would ever come back but they brought back the, the actor Black Bull from the ABC Inhumans TV show that bombed in a classic comics out there where he has like the little white fork on his forehead and then like of course he has like the wings when he flies down so that was nice to see him again and then there's and then Haley Atwell comes in as live action Captain Carter, which was cool. Which that was cool to see. I'm, I'm also surprised that she died. I was thinking to to live. So does this mean she's not going to be in What If season two?
0: Well, that's not the version from. That's the version from that. I think all of these people are from that universe. Like they're not like
1: okay. Yeah, that Universal.
0: I think I think they're all because the Illuminati building is just like in Central Park or something. Yeah. Like they're just in the backs of the building. So I think all of those people are from that one. Are universe. from yeah, Earth eight sixteen or something. Earth eight three eight. Eight three eight. Earth
1: eight three eight, that's the earth. And then so then also then we get Maria Rambeau as Captain Marvel, which I don't really know how to feel about that. I mean it's I think she's not she's not as annoying as pretty La- as Carol Danvers was, but still it's a Captain Marvel character that I don't necessarily love.
0: Yeah, just, yeah, it's not like the most likable which I think that's the point, but
1: still it's kinda like you know, I mean she's just, better than I mean, at least think she I mean, with a little too, the little screen time that she got, I think she's better than Carol Danvers at least. Yeah. You know what you know what I just you know what I just realized? The
0: next project after you know what the next Marvel project is after this?
1: Throw over another. No, Marvel. excuse me, Miss Marvel, yeah. Ms. Marvel. Oh wait, we're probably gonna see you had the Marvel again. I just read that's right. Do you you, you
0: know Marvel. that probably Mrs. Marvel, Mrs. Marvel? No, don't give her that title, it's just Miss Marvel. Um, it's p- probably going to be not too much worse than this. <laughs> Isn't that kind of sad? Like, well, it it's also the
1: first PG Marvel movie. Yeah. Marvel project That's ever. so dumb.
0: That's insane. Well, it makes sense. It's a big shift, but like, it's crazy to think about, like, this movie was supposed to be like the big magnum opus of the MCU. Not
1: magnum opus, but it meant to be like a big movie, but it's kind of fallen.
0: It's like, what? it's probably going to be closer to Miss Marvel, in quality-wise, than we think it is. Well, you never know. Except for, the one thing that I've really really enjoyed about this movie is that you really see Sam Raimi's visual style.
1: Yeah, like, most directors usually, most directors don't, don't really get to show their style much. Like, some directors do. Or most directors don't have a distinct style. That's, that's majority. Here, Sam Raimi really gets to, like, bring his A-game horror movie. He's not, like, Spider-Man Sam Raimi. He's, like, horror movie Sam Raimi. He goes well, I, don't, I don't know, I don't know if it takes this ache. I feel like they could maybe I feel like they could have maybe done it gave him it a little bit more control at least in the first half. But some still so the so horror stuff that we got. I think yeah, I like, think it's some good jump scares.
0: Cuz like even even when it's supposed to be quote-unquote funny, it's not even Sam Raimi's normal sense of humor. Like it's it's the MCU sense of humor. <laughs> the
1: Spider-Man of his thing that
0: that joke really actually annoyed me. I was like
1: that's I don't like that. That was yeah. not
0: funny. So all. then,
1: okay, so then back to the so camp, the two cameos that were the best ones by far was when they revealed John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic, which we totally called in our first episode, by the way. <coughs> which I was awesome to see because like, we get to finally see that fan casting come true. Although I wish he was the main MCU version, and I I'm was I'm completely sad. Like, when I saw him, when I see him get killed almost immediately, I I'm was just like, I, literally, I was literally in the theater. You saw me, I literally just went like this. No. Yeah. That was, was that was kind of sad. That was the saddest one. i was just like, no, I don't want. I wanted more with him. Like, come on. Hopefully, here's hoping he'll. Here's hoping he'll one. VDM, the main timeline MCU is fantastic, and two, direct the new Fantastic Four movie. Which here, well,
0: I I just want to say real quick. Here's the thing. Oh yeah, that would be cool. But like, I and I'm so glad that um, like there was one scene that I really liked, and that was when uh, Mordo and Strange and America Chavez were talking about the thing or whatever in the same oh thing. yeah before they get a capture and just that like little montage of the scarlet witch peering through the multiverse and stuff that way that was just thing. distinctly sam Raimi, and i was like wow that is really cool How like the all the stuff was layered on top of each other and it was like uh you like you see scarlet witch looking through the multiverse at the same time as you see dr strange and america chavez and, and Mordo. Mordo talking yeah. and like all the candles and stuff like i was like that is distinctly sam Raimi, and that is awesome and because that's like Cause again, not many directors do that. Like They're not
1: many really, directors. Really like specifically,
0: the, the director that annoys me most right now is actually John Watts. Like he's just like he. It, the Spider-Man movies are so overly CGI. The only thing that makes the any of the three the home trilogy Spider-Man movies distinct is No Way Home, and that's because it brings back other past um, Spider-Man but like it actually tells
1: a true Spider-Man story.
0: Like even so they ruin the visual style of both Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire because they shove it into this director who has like no visual style. <laughs> John Watts who's like the most generic, I don't know. He he kind of annoys me as like a director but like All Sam right. Raimi you can tell definitely has a very unique and distinct visual flair that really shines in certain parts of this movie, not the whole thing because you can tell that there were parts where Marvel was like, "All right, now we gotta make this an MCU movie, so we gotta have this MCU humor." And like, you get it at the beginning, like the first thirty
1: minutes, and then also at the end of the movie after like yeah. everything is resolved. So that was the the best, one of the best cameos was John, one, the, the second best one was John game, C- but the one that was the best is when, of course, we had already heard his trailer, You hear his voice. This character, we all thought that he would never come back after Logan and that is Patrick Stewart Isaac Charles Xavier he officially comes back because we know that's him because we've seen the movie now and so he comes in in the yellow in the iconic yellow chair from yeah, the X-Men awesome. animated series he has the black and blue striped boats black and blue striped tie and the green suit and he's floating in his chair and then the best part that made the part that made it the best is they play the 90s theme in the background they do the dun 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 like they do that dun 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 Dun, 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 dun. Like, yeah, if that was you hear I was that not that. music in the background. I'm just like, let's go. That was awesome. That yeah. was that just that that I feel bad about saying this, but that's a, my favorite scene in the movie. Was that, and that's just because it references the '90s X Men cartoon that I love. And I and that's just that just that hearing that dun dun, 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 dun dun and the actual orchestral theme made me very happy. Yeah, that was like
0: yeah, that was again yeah. I agree with you. That's probably the
1: best part of the movie. I feel bad about saying that. I feel bad about saying that my favorite parts of this movie were Patrick Stewart and John Krasinski showing up.
0: Yeah, that shouldn't be the best part of the movie, but it is, and it's like yeah, just I the, feel so
1: bad about saying that. Just <laughs> a few seconds that they show up, and then like you don't even get to enjoy the fact that they're on screen because then in the next scene, almost all, like literally all of them are killed except Master Mordo.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Which is which is unfortunate because I wanted. John Grzynski to be MC, main MC of Fantastic. Which, that could still happen, maybe, but we'll never
0: know. And then, like, yeah, Master Mordo, he just, like, that's just left-hanging.
1: Of, of all the ones that we let survive, he, because he's the one that survived. Which that's... And
0: then they never revisit, like, they never mention it again.
1: <laughs> I don't know if they're even going to re- revisit him like, at all.
0: Yeah, which is so weird. Like, there's stuff, stuff some stuff like that that's just left-hanging. Also,
1: like, is this the same Charles Xavier from the X-Men 90s animated series? Because they played a theme. He has the same chair. He has the same suit. But, like, is this the same version? Because if that's true, then that means he'll, that means he's dead. And that means the X-Men won't have an Xavier with them. <coughs> well... So then how is that going to work? Which, by the way, uh, as, much,
0: as great as it was to see, like, uh, with, uh, Sir Patrick Stewart again, he, you
1: he could tell he was old. older. His voice cracked a few times. He was very, he, was very, he looks very, he looks old.
0: He looked old, and then he sat. Yeah, again, his voice like he he'd be like, "We need to go get Doctor Strange." <laughs> like
1: his voice would crack. But he served purpose purpose. He told Charles Xavier where to find. And he told he told Charles Xavier. He told Doctor Strange where to find he the book of the Vishanti. He's like, hmm. so he's at least he served purpose. Yeah. Oh, he did. Yeah, because he told Doctor Strange where to find the, the book of the Vishanti. All right. Yeah. So he served purpose. That's like one line. And still. he and he like. And then he gets his neck snapped. Yeah, get,
0: in his mind. So that, I guess he's yeah. I was, was like, "What?" That so was also could... a good
1: jump. I liked that. That was a good jump scare too. Well, it was a good jump scare where he like that comes out from behind him and snaps his neck. Oh, there was a lot of jump scares. We were a lot, I wasn't like terrified of like stuff in this movie, <laughs> but there were a few good jump scares. I
0: think it would probably be considered pretty tame as far as horror. Some people maybe I think they may be exaggerating when it comes to like horror movies, because like it's it's still it's still a PG thirteen rating. So oh yeah. They can't do like They can't crazy. escape the boundaries of that. Yeah, but at least it's like it was it was still it was nice to see like something different within the yeah. MCU. Like it was it was more horror.
1: It was more that was, thr- I'd that say it was probably more thriller, thriller rather than horror. There's a, a few horror elements, but it's mostly thriller. Yeah.
0: So then of course they go I just thought it was funny. Like it was a little bit funny to me how they how like Wanda has quote-unquote blood all over here even though it's just oil it's like, just oil from the ultron bots which yeah. happened to so many of those i just thought that was funny they were like, they're like like all right how do we get a bunch of blood on water oh wait we gotta make it let's well make maybe it, it was oil blood.
1: well maybe it maybe it could have been blood and they just toned it down who knows yeah maybe there's
0: like, oh wait it's bots it's but oil. at the same
1: time i heard in rishu that they were not toning down wanda at all i'm pretty sure oil doesn't stick to you like that i think it stains at least
0: like oils more like Flowy, like it. All right. I don't think it would stick like S- blood.
1: So, of course, Wanda eventually gets America Chavez to try and take her power because she needs to travel physically in order to get to her to try and see her kids. And so then, she, and so then, also so then they, she throws Doctor Strange and Christine Palmer, who in this universe is Night Nurse. And this, and then they get thrown into a dead reality with Sister Strange, as he's being titled. And then Strange and Sinister, Strange, Evil, or Evil, Strange, whatever you want to call them, have a have a music fight, which I personally enjoyed. I was I thought it was cool, but it was also ex- like out of the blue, like like <laughs> I like it
0: as an and as a music fan, I was like, wow, this is cool. You know, you get, there's like classical music there, and they like fight with music. Yeah, as a personal music lover, but like it was very random. It was like.
1: I still I still enjoyed it. I think it was a nice different thing to do. Also, he gets in, Also, Evil Strange gets to get killed so brutally. I'm sorry they got away with that. Like, he literally gets pushed out a, a, a window and he falls directly into a fence. And is oh, well, I, I
0: didn't think that was, like, very bad. But, like, yeah, the the music thing was very bizarre. I also Archie feel
1: like it. that some of the scenes in the Billy and Tommy house was probably, like... I feel like something might have been kind Because, of, like, who knows? Maybe there could have been a Quicksilver cameo in that house scene with, like, kids in Wanda like it feels like they could, there could have easily been a Quicksilver candy when it maybe was removed uh, why do you think that like I don't know it feels, like it, could, it feels like maybe there could have been like somebody there like potentially you never although we don't know which Quicksilver it could have been could
0: also be. yeah I, the, the climax is not climactic like they
1: do like the whole they establish a dreamwalking thing where like if you take your soul but that's another person's body if you like another version of yourself's body and that's dreamwalking they yeah. establish that, and then that's the whole like thing in the finale. It's like so basically in the finale, Doctor Strange isn't even really there. He's just dreamwalking his variant's body. So then how does that explain
0: lucid dreaming where you can control your dream? That's like so not th- trying to explain lucid dreaming. So they're, so they're, so then they're what they're implying is that when you have a lucid dream, then you're dreamwalking. At least in the context of the multiverse, because I, yeah. I assume if they have dream, if it works the same way as it does in real life, then they also have lucid dreams. So is dream walking a lucid dream, or is a lucid dream something different? That's something that I'd like to know, Mister uh, MC. Right? Well, they don't it care is, about lucid it's, dreaming. It's very uh, interesting how they do all of this world building to establish like the rules of the multiverse and stuff, and make it different from other stuff. Because I know the same guy who wrote. The multiverse rules for the MCU also did multiverse rules for, like, Rick and Morty. And, uh, something else I forget. But, like, that's... I'd like to hear an explanation on that. Because as soon as they were, like, dreamwalking! And when you control your dream... Because that was an interesting concept that they established, that dreams are just a multiverse version of yourself. But then, there's lucid dreams, where you can control your dreams, so... Yeah. I just like to hear an explanation on that. But there's and again, if this movie were longer, we might get an explanation on that. But there's a lot of stuff where I'd like I'm like more exposition to explain that.
1: That's a weird request. I'd like more exposition. Usually exposition is what Yeah. Usually exposition bogs superhero movies down, but movies like this where they're too short, you kind of need it.
0: Yeah, like it's like i like I just like things to linger a bit more. Like like with the cameos. I'd like it to sit like, like Charles Xavier comes back. We haven't seen him since Logan, where he
1: gets killed off, and we were like... And it's potentially the X-Men 90s cartoon version. Like, we would have liked to see more of him. Like, John Krzynski, Mr. Vanessick, we would have liked to see more of him. Like, they're like, they're like, hi, let's go fight Wanda. And then they're oh, dead. Oh, they're dead. And then, and then, like, they could have even put in, like, other cameos. Not to be not to be picky, but, like, they could have brought in other cameos, too, to make it even more fun.
0: Yeah, and, like, and,
1: which also... The magneto
0: might exist in that other universe because if you have Char- comic accurate charles xavier, xavier you could have had a, they have have also had a have, magneto they also have wanda in that universe because uh the other are uh, scarlet which possesses her and
1: dream walks yeah. with and they have mr fantastic her. in that universe so like why is it too far, it's not too far-fetched to think there could be a magneto in that same universe Wait, why does mr fantastic have to do with magneto because there's like fox characters oh right yeah so like her characters were previously owned by Fox. And they mention universe. Invisible Woman, but she's not there. She's not seen, which we all... I think if, if, if John Grzynski is Mr. Fantastic in that universe, I think we all know who Invisible Woman is in that universe. Yeah, which is interesting that they didn't show her. Like, why is they she They probably not there? couldn't get her. They probably couldn't get her for... I think, yeah, so then again, that's another think i think, I think I'd the like idea. Explain. I think the idea was to just get Mr. Fantastic. I don't think they ever had any intention of getting her. Yeah, but
0: see, that's another thing I'd like to explain. He's just like, oh, yeah. I got kids. Oh, yeah, they got a mom. That just doesn't like, to be Easter but it's right, like, though. Yeah, but, like, but then why is she not on the Illuminati
1: and only he Well, lives? that's how it works, is that the Illuminati is, like, one person from every team in Marvel. Like, that's how the, uh, Illuminati, the Illuminati comes so It's not yeah. like, uh, Iron Man represents the Avengers, Xavier represents the X-Men, Reed Richards represents the Fantastic Four, Black Panther represents Wakanda, Black Bolt represents the Illuminati, I mean, I mean the Inhumans, <laughs> and then Doctor Strange represents himself. Yeah, but,
0: like... But, and Mr. Um, but Arts. here but here that's not how it and is. And
1: Namor represents Atlantis. But
0: here like yeah, like it doesn't work like that. So they so I'd like to hear their explanation as to why invisible woman like first of all isn't there at all. So her husband dies, so then what happens to, She's tra- to the back I don't, Like I said, they
1: ever I don't think they ever intended to get her. They probably just intended for junkowski in to be. In.
0: And someone also pointed out this nice detail when uh Mr. Fantastic teleports in, it's the same looking technology as the TVA stuff, and that's a nice detail because that is Kang true. and Reed Richards are related. So that's yeah,
1: because Kang is a descendant of Reed Richards, and that makes that would make perfect sense as to why that's similar. That's interesting because And also he's the smartest person in the Marvel Universe. Yes, he's smarter than Iron Man. So he's the yeah, I like how they the said Marvel's. that. that they so said, they kept
0: true to that. They said he's the smart the
1: smartest person in the world. Reed Richards. Oh, if Superior Iron Man was in that movie, he probably would not be able to stand that. Yeah. If he was in that movie, which- it also, it's worth noting that I noticed this in the movie, that there's mis- there an empty Illuminati seat, and they never explain. So, like, of course, they have three seats on the left, three seats on the right, and Xavier goes in the middle. This is the last time about Illuminati before I talk about the finale. So, like, Xavier goes in the middle, because, of course, he has this awesome floating hover chair, which is amazing. And then we have Reed, Captain Marvel, and Master Mordo all on the left, in that order. And on the other side, we have Captain Carter, Black Bolt, and then there's an empty chair that that they show in one shot, but all, in all the other shots they just cut it out. It just pretend doesn't exist. But in concept art, it's there, and even one shot, it's there, but no one's sitting in it. Which which is why I think that Iron Tom, not at least Iron Man, or someone was supposed to be in this movie, but it was cut.
0: Yeah, like and they probably it reshot was, it. That was just like
1: awkward. It was like
0: like the, there's just so much stuff in this movie where you can just be like. It just, like, you're. it kind of sucks you out a little bit because you're not sitting there thinking... What's like,
1: happening with Doctor Strange? You're thinking about, like, oh, there's an empty seat there.
0: Or, like, <laughs> oh, what was that originally supposed to be like before they cut this out or re-edited it or something? Like, it's not, like... it's not You're, you're not 100% invested because every... So often there'll be something that happens or something that plays out a certain way. You were like, I wonder why they did it that way or if it was supposed to be a different way before that. Or you can just tell, like... Like, specifically, we just talked about this, like, off air before we started recording, but, like, specifically, when Doctor Strange is getting ready to go to Christine Palmer's wedding, like, that's, that scene is so awkwardly cut, it's not even funny. Like I thought that, too, yeah. Like, he, he wakes up, and then you see him getting his tie on, and he's already walking out the door, and it's just like, whoa, slow down there. What happened? Like, what happened in between there? Yeah, like, like in the trailer, you show him waking up, and then he's, like, he sits there for a second. And then I think that was probably a different part of the movie, but he like, he looks at the watch or like something like, like you can tell it. They probably let it, if this movie were longer than two hours, then they probably would have let it sit for a little bit. Let yeah. It, let it linger or stuff. Like, again, like I'd like to see the cam. They just let it linger and sit there for a while. And I know it's, it's like a, you know, it's I know they're, not, they're, not, they're not
1: meant to be, like, Tom McGuire, and Andrew Garfield-level rules. They're meant to be just be, like, normal cameos. that are in, like, five minutes. But still, maybe it could have been, like, a little longer. If it was like this, they could have been on the screen a little or longer. Or at least,
0: like, with the story that they chose, it just wasn't, like, the right direction to go. Because I definitely would have liked to see... Because I know that some people were thinking like, oh, it's going to be like the portal scene in Endgame, but with cameos. That, I
1: always thought it was a stretch, but it makes sense. That would have been so much better. Like, for the finale, but instead, like, and also there was some some rumors where it was going to be like, reverse House of M, where Wanda was going to bring mutants into the main MCU timeline. But, yeah. no, that doesn't happen. And it's just, instead, it's just Wanda sacrificing herself to destroy that K'Than temple. Which... Yeah. That part of... I will give them this. That, that part of the finale where Chavez opens a portal... Well, first she gains her confidence. And then she opens a portal to that reality, 838. And then Wanda sees her kids and they're actually afraid of them. That's actually kind of a good payoff to the whole story of WandaVision is that she realizes she can't be with her kids because they're actually... Like, all this time she's been trying to get with her kids and then she goes that, she's af- that they're afraid of her. Which that's actually a nice little payoff to this, this whole story that like she tries so hard but yet yeah, her kids are just afraid of her.
0: Um, I think... That that like there's not a whole lot of I didn't feel a whole lot of uh, um as Jack Sparrow says stirrings in that scene like not really I didn't really either that's like it, a good payoff and it was there it was no like emotional climax like it wasn't like it didn't crescendo into this big epic thing like the final battle was smaller in scale than the battle that happened in the midway point in the Illuminati like there was big destruction and like captain marvel was like fighting with scarlet witch and it was like bah! and then like in the finale it was like dr strange possesses the dead corpse of himself and and he's not even then,
1: he's not even really there he's just in another reality
0: yeah well yeah like dr strange isn't even physically there for for the final battle and he's controlling these like souls of the damned as he says and they're like that is i guess kind of cool but like the main battle consists of four characters. Doctor Strange, Wong, America Chavez, and Wanda. And Wanda,
1: yeah. Like, And then Wanda meets herself and her kids and then her kids are scared of and her. In the
0: Doctor Strange, in the Multiverse of Madness, if you walk up to someone on the street, even the most casual Marvel fan and say, hey, you want to know? You're like, hey, I watched Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And they're like, oh, really? Uh, who was in the final battle? And you go, Doctor Strange, Wanda, America Chavez, and Wong. Then they go, what? But it's, but it's the Multiverse of Madness. Shouldn't the multiverse characters be in the finale? Yeah, I agree. I think that definitely they just made a bad writing
1: choice there. Like they, th-
0: it, they could have at
1: least done something with mutants. It's like, come on, you're you, you know the, we know the X Men are coming, so like how are you gonna do that? Like come on, just put them, just bring the mutants to the main timeline. You had the perfect opportunity, but you didn't do it. Like it's
0: just like, like 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 Wanda takes out all these people. And then just Doctor Strange, just America Chavez, and just Wong are able to beat her by themselves. Well, so then, like, what was the point? Really, they don't going... really
1: beat her; they just show her like her actions and what they how their her actions. Oh yeah, going yeah. And
0: I get it if you want to argue like, oh, but they wanted to make it just between these four characters because they they wanted to make it more personal as as just the main story between Wanda, Strange, and the other two, and like, but even then, like. The storyline doesn't, like... It doesn't... It's not, like, heart-wrenching because they don't even have enough time to establish the emotional connection. Well, they do like, have
1: it in WandaVision, but still. Or, like, you don't feel
0: as much because the movie has just sped through everything else leading up to this point. So, like... Like, the the movie starts and it doesn't stop until... Like, the only time I feel like they really let anything em- resonate was when Wanda sees, you know, kind of the monster she's become to her kids um, yeah. by seeing how afraid they are of her because of how she's been corrupted by the dark Darkhold and that's how finally how she sees how wrong she is. But, like, that's the only point where something somewhat emotional happens and they just let it sit there and they let the audience feel what is happening. Whereas before the whole rest of the movie, even with these deaths, these character cameo deaths, the, the characters were only there, I get it, they were only there for like a few minutes, so it shouldn't be that impactful. But when you introduce them as these big, oh, look at this cameo, and then you kill them off and then just move right on to the next thing, it's just like, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth, and they're like, whoa, whoa, wait, yeah can go, go, go back to that? Like, Professor X just got his neck snapped. That's that's not something that you can just drop and then move on. Yeah. Uh, like, we, i like something more there, like, like, what? And then that's the only time where the movie kind of stops and says... Okay, here's the emotional, you know, storyline of this movie, and then you don't feel anything because it hasn't stopped up until that point. So that's really the point of the movie theater where I was like, oh, okay, I see, I see where they were trying to
1: go with this, but like, it's not, it's not so hitting then,
0: at home for me.
1: Wanda supposed sacrifices herself and then supposedly dies, although we don't know she's not dead. It's left perfectly ambiguous. But I don't think she's dead. And then Chavez is left to train at the. Karmataj to be a sorcerer, and then Dr. Strange accepts Wong as the Sorcerer Supreme so and bows to him, which isn't a nice, like, moment. This is a nice, little, nice, little moment. And Dr. Strange goes back to New York, and then they have this really, weird, like, this kind of, like, a nice little subversive thing where he's, like, walking down the street, and then he just has, agonizing pain, and he has the third eye, which I thought he was gonna turn evil. But then they reveal the post-credit scene, he's fine, which is a little, yeah. that's a little bit
0: awkward. Which, yeah, before we get to the post-credit scene, I just want to say, that, that whole ending bit was so weird. Like, that was so weirdly just cut. Like, like <laughs> Doctor. So Doctor Strange is like, okay. So first of all, yeah, it's kind of like the same thing, the same problem with the beginning of the movie. Like it, like it's like he he has the watch and then he fixes the watch and then he and then he just all of a sudden bam he's on the street walking. Okay, so I don't know what he's doing right now. Like it's not, and then totally he goes clear. into pain. He grows a third eye. It's not clearly or his mystic eye. Where he's going right now? Like he's he's walking out to do something, yeah. and then ah oh, eye, and then bam, it's done. Like it, it's like what? So so like he has a third eye. Okay, that's I, I guess I could see that as that's a tease. from the
1: comics because it's called his mystic eye. But they're changing it for the movie. Because in the comics, it's just the mystic eye is a part of the eye mode, But for the movies, they're changing it.
0: I would think that. That would be better as the post-credit scene, like that would be better there, because then and then have I don't know because it's so
1: weird. The so then the post-credit scene, they have him like basically I guess it's just after the ending of the movie, so it's just he's just gotten he's fine now, which that's very it's very yeah, unclear. That was so it's weird. Very Vague on how he's fine, and then he sees Clea played by Charlize Theron. He's been rumored to be in this post-credit scene forever, and they finally they finally see that come to fruition, and so. Then he just puts on his like she says that he's created a resurgence, and that, he's, that they need to fix it. And then he puts on his cave and he shows his third he opens his mystic eye as I'm call, as his, as what it should be called and that's what I'm gonna call it. She goes, Are you scared? he goes not he goes not at all. And they just jump into the portal, which is that's the dark dimension, by the way. she literally opens a portal to the dark dimension. Because Clea yeah, that's what I thought. And friend of the the comics is, a lo- is the lover of Doctor Strange, where they even get married at one point. And she's also the niece of Dormammu. So yeah. that's set up. That's basically just set up for Dr. Strange three.
0: Yeah. Which again, that scene was so weird. Also, it's like, also,
1: it's also convenient because he just recently said, basically said his, that his goodbyes to Christine. And now he, they're introducing Clea. Yeah.
0: But like, it's so weird. Cause you could tell that they were like, okay, so we have to set up Dr. Strange three and he has to have his f- mystic eye and he has to, you know, be at the end of the movie. So like, they just—I feel like they just randomly shoved in the whole thing where he's at the end of the movie where he gets the Mystic Eye, like they just randomly shoved that in just so then they could have the post-credits scene because it's so weird the way it plays out. You have the end of the movie where his third or his Mystic Eye opens, and then we have the like cool credits, as I like to call them, uh, which happens in every movie at least in every Marvel movie. They have just like a couple minutes of just credits with a cool visual style of, that represents the movie. And then you have the the first uh, mid-credit scene. So like he and then all of a sudden he's fine and he's walking about his day. It's just so awkward the way that plays out. So I would really like to see again I'd really like to see the director's cut. I'd really like to see what was originally planned there because that is not you don't write a script like that. I mean, I guess you could if you, Yeah, you
1: could if you want to, but if if that's Sony, not the best way to do it.
0: If you're Sony and you're just bad at writing scripts. Then yeah, you could totally write a script like that, but like, you don't write a movie. He says, he says, okay. I I definitely feel like Sam Raimi's head was kind of pushed under the water in this movie. Like I
1: I, I definitely feel like that. Like he. I think he was I think he was just told to like yeah. do so much. Like the, I think all these reshoots were probably just mandated by. He even said that he was that there was a bunch of things that were mandated by Marvel. He was told to like to take this stuff out and add this stuff in. He yeah. Was told by Marvel to do that. It wasn't his choice. It was told him. It was Marvel telling him to I
0: do. I definitely it. feel like Sam Raimi was robbed of what could have potentially been a r- much better film because of what Marvel was mandating on him. Like, I, yeah, I, d- I, definitely feel like that, and you can see that here. There's just, it, I feel like a lot of stuff was choked out by Marvel. And I feel kind of bad for Sam Raimi personally. Like,
1: yeah, really, I like, I mean, at least, at least it didn't, turn out like Spider-Man Three, thankfully. Yeah. But but still does. it does feel like it made It's have been almost on that same level. Too much. No, it's not. It's not. It's better than Spider-Man 3.
0: Oh well, yeah. Yes. That's why I said almost on that same level. But like it's 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 kind of the same situation guys because that's why I feel bad for him because he definitely feels super guilty although it definitely wasn't his fault. I don't blame him for Spider-Man 3 at all. But no, like, he definitely feels guilty for that movie. Like, still
1: to this oh, day. Oh, he does. He does he does not want to make that movie. He's like, he just he thinks it's the worst. And then here, he doesn't seem as guilty. He's just saying that, like, he was told to do all this stuff.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I feel bad for him because, like... So, he has that whole incident with Spider-Man 3, which he still feels guilty for, which he shouldn't because, again, it's not his fault. But Yeah, he's fine.
1: Um, He's just exaggerating a little bit.
0: But, like, with this movie, then this... Almost the same situation happened again. Like he had this ambition as a director, and then the studio mandated all of these things that he had to do because he's working in the grander scheme of the MCU. So there's obviously stuff that they have to connect to, yeah, stuff that, that they, they have to set, set up. up,
1: like Secret Wars. So it's yeah. like, that makes sense. But also, they probably don't take stuff out, so we probably can guess what was taken out.
0: Like, yeah, I definitely feel bad for him because like his creative vision was yet again suppressed by the upper, upper ups at the studio. It wasn't when he was guy. making a superhero movie. Like, it's Sam Raimi's epic return to the superhero genre, and it's, like, fine. Like, and you can see a lot of, like, potential in this movie that gets choked out by studio mandates, which are obviously there. I just definitely, I, I, I definitely think that studios should not meddle with the movies. I don't know why they haven't learned their lesson yet, because every time a studio intervenes with a director's vision for a movie, it does not end well. So they should just work. stop. Like they just like they're like, oh, we want the money. So you well, can wasn't this, the this, studio
1: taking over this movie? It was just the studio telling Sam Raimi to do this. Yeah, which
0: makes sense in the in like with the MCU, it makes sense because there's certain things again that you have to tie into certain things that you have to like reference and stuff to show that it is in the MCU. Although Moon Knight didn't do that, and look how that turned out—it was amazing, except for that last episode. Except for that. But like, it, like the the grander scheme of the MCU, that makes sense because it's a cinematic universe. Duh. You have to do certain things and follow certain rules. But I do think that there was a lot of stuff that they changed. And that's just because of the unfortunate uh, scenarios of COVID and reshoots. Yeah. So I and think reshuffling
1: of the schedule and all of that.
0: I think that was probably the main problem just with this movie. Like that, that's it. This really got the brunt end of that, um, tr- whole incident that you kind of did somehow miraculously spider-man
1: no way home did not like <laughs> WandaVision didn't either well, None of the other stuff didn't, yeah but somehow dr strange was the well the first the final one in this in this story is the one that got
0: yeah i think it. that's that's what it is that that's the problem with this movie is not like yeah the writing is could have been better there were some choices that were made that uh, could have definitely been better but i think probably most of the bad writing choices were just a result of COVID, like yeah, it, it's been because every so far everything time it's just been like, it's been like oh, that it's like oh raid is gonna be affected by COVID it's not gonna be very good and then you're like oh that actually was pretty good despite the global pandemic right now and then oh that was good too they struck home again that's good uh, good good all the way until this movie then I think this is just kind of like it just miss. all culminating the stuff that they had to cut out change rewrite because of COVID it just kind of culminated in this movie yeah. Because it was what all of them were setting up so they didn't have to, like, actually commit to it yet. So they they could cut stuff out. They could change all this stuff because it wasn't actually happening yet. They were just setting up the multiverse. So they could just, like, yeah, they could change things around. They could rewrite things. But with this, it's actually the multiverse now. Like, it's actually time. Like, you could have... You have a full-time job, and then you also have school. So, like, the test isn't due for another week. And so you can kind of, like... You know, you can kind of cheat. You can, you can, you can not yeah. finish everything of your homework, but then but now the something. actual now the actual test comes and you haven't done your work. Well, you have done your work, but now you do. You you, you still like the the leftover pieces that you didn't do now are all coming back to haunt you, and yeah. that's kind of what this movie is like. They were like, oh, okay, we could skip that. We don't have to put that in, but now you actually have to have all that stuff, and they didn't have it, so it just kind of that's I think that's why it fell flat. Like it. There was so much potential, and if there wasn't a global pandemic, I think it probably would have been awesome. But if the global pandemic, if the pandemic never happened. This world would be so much. Better. And they didn't shuffle things around as much as they did. Then it probably would have ended up a lot better. But just and it's very disappointing because I was really expecting it to be better than No Way Home. I was like, all right, No Way Home. I thought was gonna be at least on
1: par. I was gonna say it was gonna be at least on par with this movie, but really, it's kind of fell as far below it. Yeah,
0: like I was like, I was like, all right, we got No Way Home. And then next, we're going even bigger with Doctor Strange. And then. Okay, like... well, it's
1: Doctor Strange. You said it had to go bigger.
0: Like, Spider Man was just the Spider Verse, not even the multiverse, just Spider Man characters. And that still felt on a bigger scale
1: than this movie. And Doctor Strange was to be like other Marvel multiverse characters, but really, it's just five even members. Yeah. Um,
0: there are five multiverse characters in this movie. That's it. Like, in the multiverse of madness, Spider Man and No Way Home had more multiverse characters. Like, they, they had. Five characters, two Spider Men, seven. They had more. They had more multiverse characters than this movie, and that's kind of sad. And I think yeah. I do think that the uh, it's not exactly. I I don't think
1: I could ever blame Sam Raimi. It's just that like at the end of the day, like at the end of the day, it wasn't a terrible movie. It's not like Spider Man Three just has, it has outright. It's not like Spider Man Three just has outright bad moments. Yeah. But it's it's, de- it's, it's not. Definitely, it's definitely not as bad as like the bottom tier MCU films. It's better than the bottom tier ones. Yeah as very some I was better than some of the weaker MCU films at least but it just it just kind of falls right into that let just kind of like mixed category where there's yeah. some good stuff but there's a lot of underwhelming disappointing things that yeah. could have been better
0: like it's it, it's mostly like it's very it's one of those movies where you're just watching it and you're going there's a different much better version of this that was cut out <laughs> like it, like the suicide squad or not the suicide squad suicide squad you're watching the movie, and the entire time you're going, I think there's a way better version of and this. And even at
1: the Joss beating kind of Justice League, there's, there's like, yeah. I bet there's a much better version that sits out there. And we did get to see that, and that version was amazing. If only we could get that here, that would be awesome. If you could just kind of, like, redo
0: all, a lot of the stuff in the MCU and just kind of do it the way they were originally supposed to, planning to do it. So then, you're saying that you want
1: Doctor Strange to come out before Spider-Man No Way Home, and you would have won America Chavez and Spider-Man?
0: Yeah, okay, probably not that part uh i'm glad i'm glad that worked out the way it did because and not to again uh, we didn't really talk about america chavez but uh, actually we did
1: she was fun no she, was she, she, she was good she was she served her purpose she, i thought she was gonna i thought she was used more of like a plot device than, yeah she wasn't as like and an she gets her own character. little arc where she, yeah where, she comes in, in her comments but she's mainly just a plot device here to just get the plot moving
0: yeah like she's you could almost make her an object and it wouldn't change anything like, like you could
1: take the whole character out and replace it with like some like like you traveling can make her, you portal can make her, traveling device. Yeah, you can make
0: yeah, you can make her like a portal traveling
1: device, and it wouldn't change a whole lot. Not like her. You could just take the whole character out and just replace it with like Doctor yeah. Doctor Strange as like a, de- a portal traveling device. Well, yeah, I'm not saying make her, a but also device. kind of the piece of her of his sling ring, which gets destroyed, which gets disintegrated in this movie.
0: Yeah, but like it. Yeah, it's it's just one of those movies where it's so bizarre because you're just watching it going. I I know that there's a better you version can, you of know, You're also
1: watching it like going like, oh, I wonder how much was cut out, and that kind of just pulls you out of the movie. Yeah,
0: because like, yeah, again, they're just sequences where it's just so awkwardly cut. Like you can tell that they edited stuff out and that they changed a lot of things. You can tell that they filmed a lot more and it's just
1: not there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I'd really like, I'm so excited to see the behind the we don't the know if we're going to get,
1: if we don't know if we're going to get to but I'm hoping that we will. If yeah. Marvel allows it, then maybe I'm just will. excited to
0: see like deleted scenes. Kind of, and I hope someone you know like gets to the deleted scenes and then just kind of pieces together uh, the movie how it's supposed to. Be. Because like, it's just like things don't flow like they're supposed to. They they breeze over stuff that's supposed to linger and they don't linger and like like they linger on stuff that's. It's it's just yeah it just it's it, it's still enjoyable. Like
1: I didn't I'm not saying you're saying I didn't enjoy it but yeah we we didn't enjoy, we didn't like hate this movie but. Yeah. It wasn't bad by any means, but it's just kind of frustrating. It's just kind of underwhelming. Thinking about it, it's just just, just underwhelming. Whatever I think yeah. about it, it just like failed in all of the ways that No Way Home succeeded. Like if, if it, it failed to deliver, it had like a, such a cool premise because multiverse of madness, and the trailers were super awesome, and they really kind of failed to deliver on that. Yeah, alley. like they, they they didn't like No Way Home promised,
0: It delivered on everything that it promised too. Like it promised multiverse. Uh, Sinister 5 And it teased Spider-Man villains To so where you were You were 99% sure That Tobey and Andrew Were going to be the movie And they were And it was awesome
1: And here it was They teased Doctor Strange But they held back So much Of the cameos And I'm sure Some of those cameos Were even cut out
0: Yeah But like Yeah so they held back A lot more So then it, They left a lot more To your imagination Yeah they, they left a lot more For you Like you're like Oh they're not showing anything. That means there must be a lot more. Whereas in Spider-Man No Way Home, they showed certain stuff. But they so held like, back on their biggest hook, which was the Spider-Man. And yeah. this one, they held back on everything. So like you're imagining. But That's like being,
1: the Marvel thing, though. That's like the Marvel thing to do.
0: Yeah, and then even on all of their social media and stuff before the movie came out, they disabled all comments. They didn't do that for Spider-Man No Way Home. So like, I'm surprised they didn't do it. That's like that. That made that made specifically me. I went, oh. That means there's a lot in this movie that that they don't want getting out, and, it, and, and really they they didn't like,
1: show the movie the first screen of the movie until May second, exactly, which made us all think like, why would they hold it back? Yeah, like oh, there's got
0: to be a lot of cameos in this thing, and they, and it's like, five people. <laughs> they are these, they?
1: Are were they? Pretty surprising and mind blowing? Yes, but we'd heard about them yeah. for a long time, and so they even leaked it, they leaked it out before the movie came out, which was was just, yeah, and, yeah. So, so it's all just in like, all, it's just a, It's just a frustr. It's a, it's it has some good moments, but it just has a lot of just frustrating. Yeah, and it's not even entirely
0: moments. the movie's fault, but just like outside forces. Yeah. Primarily,
1: I that's why I just give it this. I mean, the the good enough, the good, the goods the, the the stuff that it does well still does work for me. So I I try give this at least a seven out of ten. Yeah, I'd give it a six point five. It's not bad. Yeah, it's not. It's like, just mediocre. I mean, at least on a story term, I like this better than the first Doctor Strange because it's less. Of the MCU, it's not the MCU origin formula. Like what the first Doctor Strange was. Like, mean, that first Doctor Strange was still good, but it has that, like, it just feels very samey to Iron Man. And the hero doesn't have that because it's not an origin. That's why it's, you know, like, it's on a story level, it's better than the first one because it's less of like a repeat of what we've seen before. Yeah. So that's that's our in-depth discussion about Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. It's probably just as long as the No Way Home, if not longer. But thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed. Don't forget to like, comment, no, I mean, this isn't YouTube. Don't forget to <laughs> keep listening to this podcast. Be sure to check out the spectacular Spider-Nerd. I have my I have with myself and the Xbox podcast. I have my friend Eli Spencer. Let us know what you thought about Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And let us know what you thought about it. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Let us know what you what you thought. And without further ado, we'll see you guys in the next one. And peace out, true. Believers.